Hey guys, welcome back to the Black as Hell podcast, a weekly sit-down where we discuss everything black, white, and in between. I'm Ebony. And I'm India, and as usual, we're black as hell. And we're back for another week to yes, give you some more lovely, lovely, lovely content. And I'm happy to be talking to you guys again. Um, how have you been, friend? I've been good. I've been good, you know. You've been good? I've been good, you know, um. I'm happy that God has blessed me to make it through another week of work. Um, we come on here all the time and talk about just how work has been, you know, troubling for us. Um, but you want to, you, I want to say that I'm grateful and um, okay. that I'm blessed, and you know, I'm happy. Um, but yeah, how are you? You know, I'm very great. I'm black. Mm-hmm. I'm very great. Um, like you were saying that um, how grateful you are to have a job. I also am grateful. Although I am typically tired every day and broke and broke, but I am grateful absolutely because bills get paid, and that's a fact. But and you know, I actually was speaking of bills get paid. Um, I was actually listening to watching a video on YouTube, and no, was it watching a video? something I was doing? And um, I had someone said a commentator. He said that um, people should stop. Like I think he was specifically talking to black people because you know there's a history of like financial illiteracy in our community, mm-hmm. um, and he was saying that black people basically need to stop being satisfied with just or um, I guess using the excuse I'm broke, but at least the bills got paid. Oh, yeah. yeah, you need to have some type of you know money for other things. Yep, emergencies and stuff and save you know, just savings in general. So, you know, I'ma stop saying that. I'm gonna try to stop saying that. Um I've been I was saving money for a good minute until I had to invest into a car, which is a whole new venture on its own. But you know, I'm trying to make my way back up, you know. Yeah, I need to seriously work on a savings account on some real stuff because, you know, I need something to be able to fall back on exactly. when I don't have absolutely nothing. Because when I don't have absolutely nothing. At least, like, when you, when you like, get like this, mm-hmm. when it's about to be that next paycheck, mm-hmm. if you had this little savings account money, you could just move maybe, like, a little 20 I mean, I've been doing, account. I've been doing that, and that's why. Oh, you know what? It- Never mind then. Okay. <laughs> So, we want to get started, if you don't have anything else to say. No, I didn't have All anything right. else. So, let's get started on Black Girl Magic, Black Boy Joy. Um, India has someone to shout out this week, or do you want me to go first? Um, I can shout out the, the person I have. Okay. So, um, I just wanted to shout out a Philadelphia resident. I don't really know how to pronounce her first name, but Vashiti Boy. I believe her first name is Rashiti, but um, she just um, turned her house into a black museum dedicated to colored girls oh my in the Philadelphia area because she said she was sick and tired. She wow. was sick and tired of seeing black women not being represented in museums and galleries. So wow. she took it amongst herself and used her own house to make a museum. So we just gonna shout out Vashiti. Wow. Well, I hope she gets like some government funding for it. Something yeah. Like that, Cause you know. How's she still supposed to live here and have a museum? Like, I, I'm not. Or just... maybe she won't. Cause museum, I, museums are kind of funny. Cause I would think it would be like, you know, funded by the government. But mm-hmm. then again, since she's doing it out of. This is coming out of her yeah. own pocket wallet. Yeah. So probably not. Wow. That's that's cool. Yeah, that's really cool. So shout out to her. Um, on the 
lines, I guess, of creatives and stuff and black women, I want to shout out Amira Virgil. Um, she is a black woman who created the Black Simmer, which is an online download program um, that allows people, you know, Sims. I don't know if you ever played. Have you played Sims before? You already know I was at the... I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, wait. <laughs> Abu, No, but I used to love Sims. Every time I think of Sims, I think of Danielle. Um, but... Um, well, uh, the girl Amira, she created this online download where you can allow your Sims character to be black in every essence of blackness. By that, I mean that, well, okay, first I should preface this with, uh, the Sims game, from what I read online, I haven't played Sims in years, but, um, it, what I read, it only has, what, <laughs> what, you said you ain't played Sims in years. I was about to say, because you an old buck. <laughs> and I was like, what am I talking about? Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so the Sims game, it has only one black skin tone and um, two black hairstyles, or which you know you would associate with blackness, two hairstyles. Um, so what she created is um, a downloadable program where they there's like very varying shades of blackness um there's different like skin tones different hairstyles even down to the baby hairs she even has mm -hmm. um the black mannerisms and like behaviors of black people in the game so i thought that was pretty cool just another way for like people who you know enjoy video games and stuff black people like video games we want to see ourselves represented in video games so i thought that was cool so shout out to you yeah, amira really cool. I also wanted to shout out um, the First Gens podcast. Um, it was created by a woman named Perrine DeShield and a woman named Sky Wilson. They're cousins. They're two black women. I, I read that one is an immigrant of... Oh, Jesus. She's an immigrant of, I believe, Liberia, is said. Um, but, sorry, I... I didn't um, research it more, but um, I wanted to listen to the podcast today. I didn't have uh, time to, but I am going to put that on my list of like weekly podcasts to listen to. The Their podcast is about, I guess, their experience being first-generation Americans and just... Um, not only that they're black, because, you know, that's one story to tell, but them being black and first generation. So, like, I was reading that one of the girls, her mom was, like, a teacher, a fourth grade teacher. And, you know, um, I guess she was in the class. I don't even know how you can do that. I didn't think you could be in a class of your parents. But, I mean, I guess. Um, and she basically, I guess, um, she heard the students, like, basically, like, um, I don't want to say bullying. Um, they were like just talking about her mom saying that she had a Jamaican accent and saying it was funny. And she was like, actually, she's African and that's my mom and I'm African too. And so she's just telling about her story of being, you know, a first generation American. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I'm really going to put that into my rotation. Um, what's to. their platforms like? Where are they on? I did not look at you that either. Know. But I'm sure if you Google it, you could find it. It's called First Gen's uh, Podcast. Okay. And then lastly, I wanted to shout out myself. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. 
So I just want to say, I opened the Instagram application this morn, um, this dawn, um, and I was blessed, blessed, honestly blessed, to see a notification from the one and only Dustin Ross. Wow. Um, if you don't know Dustin of the Friend Zone Pie, if you don't know the Friend Zone Podcast, you need to listen. But Dustin, can I talk to you for a second? Um, wow. She loves you. I have loved Dustin since I watched his YouTube videos. Like, this man is hilarious. Like, I promise you, the way he just. He, the way he jokes is just so natural. It's like, it's, I, I can't even put into words. Like, he cracks me up all the time. I'll text India while I'm at work listening to the friend zone. Just be like, bruh, Dustin cracking me up on this episode of stuff. But like, I'm dead at something he said. I always tell her, Dustin, like, how much I love him on the friend zone and stuff. So look, let me just get to the point. So I, you know... I commented on his picture uh, yes yesterday, I believe, or two days ago, about, and the picture actually, um, it it blessed me in a way that mm-hmm. you know he had that suit on. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, no, it was the suit. It was it was the the he had the cropped pant. Oh yes, the suit. Yes, pant. looking very elegant. Yes, he was looking very classy. Yeah, and he gave me a little ankle. Uh huh. You know, mm-hmm, Dustin, and I was just really, you know, blessed by the photograph. So I decided to comment. Um, and when I saw that, <laughs> when I saw that he had liked my comment, I literally was in tears. Like she I texted text India, yeah, saying she was about to cry. <laughs> I was literally about to cry, bro. I was in tears. So, um, yeah, I just want to give myself a pat on the back. For, you know, just taking a chance, jumping out on a leap of faith, <laughs> and, you know, being acknowledged for the kind the kind words and compliments that I am spreading. Well, friend, I am very ecstatic for you that you got acknowledged on Instagram, because I already know how much you love um, Mr. Dustin Ross. So, I'm very happy for you, because you know how I be feeling when... <sighs> So we're also gonna highlight India. You already know. I mean, this this I'm not trying to put myself <laughs> in here or nothing, cause you know this was about Dustin. But you know, when I be in these Twitter, you know, on these Twitter, you know, things. Um, I don't know if you guys didn't know, but y'all gonna know today how much I love uh, Miss Anita Denise Baker. And I be and I in at times, you know, I add her. You know, mm-hmm. I tell her good morning. I say, <laughs> "How are you doing?" I say, "Good morning, Miss Baker." Mm-hmm. And just one, you know, you just gotta let her know that you you're know, thinking about her. You let her know that she just decided to like it. Mm-hmm. And then I did it again, and she liked it again. So we just gonna, you know, we just really appreciate you guys. You know, you guys see us because we see you. We see y'all. We do. We, we see do. y'all. So we're going to get right on to the next segment. Um, that's all we have for Black Girl Magic, Black Boy Joy. We want to start off this week. And what's going on? Uh, India, what you want to talk about? So the first thing um, I'm going to talk about and what's going on, because ju- I just want to get the bullshit out the way because... You know what? Actually, there's a lot of bullshit this week. 
Yeah. There's a lot of bullshit going on, but um, I just want to start out start out with the bull bullshit. Um, so there's a restaurant opening in Des Moines, Iowa. I don't really know too much about Des Moines, Iowa. I don't even know. I don't know another state. I mean, I don't know another city in Iowa. I could not tell you, but hmm. um, I was about to say Oklahoma City. Good night. Good night, because that's the wrong state. See, my <laughs> my point is proven. But so there is a restaurant opening out there called Me So Hungry. Um, this restaurant is being opened up by white people. I just want to throw that in. <laughs> okay. I just want to throw that in there. Um, and their menu that they're putting out is inspired by southern cuisine and soul food so that already sound like an l so what else we got in soul food um they also are going to have a 90s hip-hop themed restaurant and let me just say again that they're white what i just really don't understand and what i'm failing to understand is why are you taking from the black culture to benefit off of it in your restaurant. I just I just don't know why you can't just serve your bland ass chicken strip with maybe like a bed of a nasty ass potato salad or something. Um I don't know. Honestly it's not making me as mad as it seemed like it's making you. I not the fact that like in the name. Yeah, that name is kinda wild if their influence is black culture um what do you mean me so hungry and yeah they were getting backlash from uh, they're getting backlash for for the name yeah for the name too okay i can understand that as far as them with the southern cuisine no if they they grew up on that if they like you know you can't you southerness is not Okay, it's not, it's not, it's not all, I, I see what you're saying, it's not, Specific like, to black, black people. people, yeah. Um, hip-hop, that obviously, that's black culture, like, But the, the soul food, I don't know, when I think of I, soul food, I think of black people. I'm gonna have to, yeah, I agree, I'm gonna have to Google that, though. So, I just feel like, why not just say Southern cuisine, like, not a, I don't know, like, Oh, okay, so just Southern Just Southern cuisine. food. Okay. Instead of the soul food aspect of it, because when you say soul food, I think I automatically think of black people, and then oh wow! So I just when the first thing I saw when I googled them, that looks absolutely crazy. Yeah, that Whatever does. That uh, it says me so hungry to change name after online back backlash. They the changing heck? it to like jam cranberry or something. I don't know. What it oh, is. eggs and jam. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> eggs and jam. So yo, all they, all they, uh, what is it? Uh, all of their names are just horrible in itself. Me so hungry and eggs and jam. Who's who's either one? Both of those are horrible. So I don't know. I just see a problem with it. Um, I I get what you're saying. I see a problem with them. You know, um, I mean there is. I'm pretty sure there's white-owned places that um, serve Southern food, but Paula I, Dean, yeah, and where she at now? Well, that's because she problematic in itself. <laughs> yeah. that, that's not because of her yeah. food. She was cool with black people up until all that. She was cool. I used to watch Paula Dean, and I know I've heard a lot of black people used to watch oh, Paula wow. Dean putting all that butter on everything. 
I used to watch Paula. Dean, wow. Dean is wild. But I just, you know, that's all. That's the first thing I had to talk about in that, you know. Yo, why another restaurant, a dong restaurant, a dong. A dong? Yeah, there are another restaurant in Des Moines and Des Moines, Des Moines. Um, (laughs) It's an Asian restaurant. They said that the name was incredibly tasteless. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Said it was tone deaf. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, um, what else? So, are you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I wanted to talk about Usher. Were you talking about oh, Usher? Oh, no, I wasn't. Usher, I guess, recently is making headlines because um, the woman that he slept with, he gave her herpes. Now, I was, was oh yeah, it was her. Yeah, I was reading about it, and she said uh, that there was like a green sus- substance coming like up out green. of him. Yeah, that sounds that, that sounds slimy mucus. Ooh, um, but I read just now that he paid her to settle it. First of all, he paid for her medical bills. None of this makes up for it, is what I'm saying. But she pay, he paid for her medical bills. It was like hundreds of thousands of medical bills. And um, he paid... No, actually, it wasn't hundreds of thousands. What am I thinking? He only paid $2,754 in medical bills. And then he um, he settled with the woman for a total of $1.1 million. But... This was in 2012. Wait, so did this happen again? That this is what's taking me by surprise. No, it didn't happen again. This is the same woman. But what? How did this? Yeah, like it's 2017. That's why I'm wondering what what's the real story out about it? Yeah, because I'm I'm assuming he settled with her so that she wouldn't speak on it. Maybe. Oh yeah. Put you on hush with that cash. Yeah, but like it, I'm reading right now that um, representatives of what is it, People Magazine, tried to reach out to him, um, but there was no response on his part. So I'm wondering, like, why now? Yeah, this why happened in 2012. Um, that and then also, I'm reading too that in California, it's illegal to knowingly transmit std mm-hmm. which is a great thing so um well unless, unless she was okay with him having it from the well i'm assuming he didn't say anything if he oh, paid yeah. her out like that yeah, yeah, yeah. but i just want to um take this time to say because you know i was reading people's opinions on it and listening to people's opinions on it and i agree with this one guy his name is adrian expression on youtube he basically was saying that he thinks this is more of a time to educate rather than humiliate um and i agree um, as much as it's funny, as funny as it is, you know, to, I guess, you know, watch people get caught up in stuff like this, it could happen to anybody. Yeah. I read today that herpes occurs in one in four people. So I'm just saying, like, as much as people want to laugh at him, people around here yeah. having unprotected sex all the time, people around here, you know, that's herpes, like, all up in your mouth, and, you know, it's different... It's different ways that this virus can be transmitted, you know what I'm saying? So, 
that's this should really be like a time for people to open their eyes and to be careful with yeah instead of laughing at him like the the same people laughing are the same people who i'm not laughing at nobody having no std that's not who sit there and have unprotected sex all the time never went to go get tested you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and then also i found out too that herpes okay i was listening to the read you can get herpes even even with a condom oh yeah that's that dead. I mean, not that. I don't no, know, that not, that's not deadly, not but deadly, it stick but with you that, for life. Yeah, that is so crazy. So I, I think, I do think that instead of like trying to, you know, make fun of him and join in on the ha ha ha, Usher got herpes. Dang, I think herpes it's a through the condom. I think it's a good. <laughs> Goodness, I think it's a good idea to educate yourselves because I didn't even know that you can, you know, still Ooh, catch herpes through. Condoms. You could be thinking you having the most protected sex you ever gross. having in your life, but I guess that still. that's also a reason to get to know your partner. Though, if you just having sex with anybody, then go get tested, lads. Go yeah, as awkward as it might be, I mean. If you have sex with them, you should feel comfortable enough to ask them if they got um tested. So yeah, yeah. So Usher, um, I mean, you know, hopefully you got yeah. some medicine now. Something. Yeah, a little me- medical, you know, prescription drugs. I mean, so you know, yeah, that's that's too much. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just gonna go on the music side of this um. So, Tyler, the creator, just dropped an album, Flower Boy. Well, I don't know why you're looking at me like that. No, I'm not. Look- oh, sorry. I didn't feel my face. you looking at me. Because <laughs> like- I was still like, I don't know. Yeah, she looking disgusting. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. Tyler, the creator, he just dropped the project. I believe it was last night or it was today. It was Flower Boy. Um, you know, um, I feel like every time I see Tyler, the creator, my, like, inner 2011 be coming out or something because, mm-hmm. like, I just be, I just be getting taken back. I be getting mm-hmm. taken back. I had an attitude with Tyler a little earlier today, though, because when it first came out, it wasn't available on Tyler. That's, that's not a problem. That's, that's an so. absolute problem. Really that's an absolute problem. problem. Like you were saying last episode, so, pick up Also, I wanted to say thank pick, you. Jay-Z, uh, Sean Carter, um, you introduced me to your album on Apple Music. And, you know, I was thinking for a second I was going to have <laughs> to, you know, try to use another email for title. Good but <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Baby. Yeah, but his album just came out. Um, I didn't really listen to too much of it. I already had his singles, um, Boredom, uh what the uh, 911 Mr. Lonely and uh, that 911 song you gotta listen to that that song is good okay that song is really really good yeah I used to like Tyler Creator I just and I really I like anything that's like kind of like connected to Tyler Creator too like any of the like our future stuff like Sid you already know I like Sid from the internet and um Steve Lacey, you know, if y'all ain't listen to their projects, their projects just came out a couple months back, so y'all can give them a listen to, too. I just want to get some shout-outs out there, but, you know, listen to Tyler Creators, Flower Boy on Tidal, Spotify, and iTunes. There you go. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about uh, Press Secretary Sean Spicer. He just resigned this morning from his position as Press Secretary. In the White House, um, because what I read um, was that he resigned because Donald Trump decided to hire um, 
Anthony Saramucci, 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 um, as the, what is his title? He hired him as the communications director. So what I was reading was that the communications director oversights all, I guess, communications from the White House. Um, Sean Spicer uh, disagreed with him. Trump elected him, so he decided to resign from his position. Um, Trump. <laughs> Trump wished him well on all his future endeavors. Wait, how did he say it? I don't know. He said, I think he said, um, was like he was saying that he's gonna do good on whatever he decides gonna to do. Pursue. Good. No, that's not a direct quote, but he was just oh, like, okay. he's like, um, but he did say because he brought there were very high ratings or something like you that. You can just picture how I'm he was saying, saying it though, because because Trump a clown. Absolutely. Straight up clown. But yeah, so um, I just wanted to say this guy has resigned <laughs> from his position. I think, he, isn't Sean Spicer the one who said that Trump had the largest turnout at the in, presidential inauguration? He said this something This is the crazy. first time like, this name is being brought to me. Okay. Well. Okay. So you're, you're informed. You're giving me information right now. Okay. Cool. Because I, did, I was not sure. Okay. I really wasn't. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, the next thing I want to talk about was Robert, Mr. Robert. I was waiting for this. Ew. Mr. Robert Sill, motherfucking creepy ass Kelly. <laughs> like, listen. No, he's gross. No, he is beyond gross. Like, he is nasty. Like, I, I already like. Okay, I, I kind of feel like I shouldn't say I already not haven't been messing with him because, like, when his music comes on, I do, like, I always get, like, this nasty feeling. When you I, do? See? Yeah. I don't know. I Because I always say stuff when yeah, his music you know. come on. Yeah, you do. But I couldn't. I don't know. That wasn't I always feel I like that because he's, I don't understand how he's still out here walking the streets. Because he, like, he's weird. He's odd. Mm -hmm. Bro, this dude literally is still going amongst people and children and things like that when he literally had a, a tape with an underage girl. Like, how are you? How did you not get? So I, I, I found out he married Aaliyah when he was 24. Yes. And, and she, she was, was she was 15. Mm -hmm. That's why their unmarriage got annulled. Because it was not, like, real. Let me tell you something, Robert. Come here. What? Yeah, I remember Like, that. What, what? seriously, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, there's very many women your age that would not mind to, you know... It's not even that. He's just weird. He just likes young girls. That, but that's what I'm saying. That Like, I'm saying there's so many options why oh, young okay. girls. Because that's what he likes. That's weird. weird. That's weird. I saw a clip from one of his concerts where he's like... He was basically saying, like... 18 or over he said he was like who who want to come home with me or something who want to do something freaky he was saying something he's like but you gotta be eight like he uh, but i don't even think that he don't was, care yeah he, he don't. don't care he don't care he don't. that don't apply as long as you're i feel like as long as you're old enough to consent to sex in the court of law he fine with it so if you're 17 16 years old and you can consent in that state he'll probably be fine with it he is gross. Yeah, he's weird. Having cults. Yeah. That's gross. Oh, yeah, I was just about to oh, say sorry. why we were talking. Oh, no, you're fine. I was about to say why we were talking about it. Um, So, basically, yeah, he had, like, a, a, a cult in his 
Atlanta apartment, right? He had females in there, right? Yeah, and they couldn't. He told them what to wear, when to eat, what to eat, when to speak to him, and stuff like that. And these women, I'm not even going to say women, because some of them wasn't even um, grown yet in the court of law. So um, these women um, range from ages 17 to 31. Mind you, 31 compared to, I mean, that's way better than um, having sex with a 17-year-old. But 31, and this nigga is 50 motherfucking years old. He's an <laughs> old-ass motherfucking gramps. <laughs> like, he's an old man. I know. Even if I was 30, it, nah, bro. <clears throat> 30 and 50, you old enough to be pops, bro. That's gross. You're old enough to be pops. Yo, he's wild. And these people, these girls he had in his apartment, their parents were like looking for them, weren't mm-hmm. they? He's and then he got the girl manipulated to be saying like, "I'm fine." You saw that one video of the girl? I didn't see it on video. I'm fine. Um, you know everything's good. Um, Ew. you know I'm safe. I haven't talked to my parents, and she was like, "I haven't talked to my parents in you know five to six months." You know, um. But I'm fine, you know, we just had our differences, they try to control my life, but you know, I'm in a better place now, and like, in one of the videos, you can see someone behind, because she's like, basically, she's being interviewed by someone on the computer, so picture this, she's sitting in front of, like, you know, you can see her, like, she's being interviewed by someone on the computer, and you can see someone, like, their shadow, Mm -hmm. Like, coaching her on what to say. Like, he, she was like, he, <clears throat> the guy in the interview asked her, can you tell us where your location is right now? She was like, you know what? I'm, um, and then you can see somebody, like, That's doing this. No. And yeah, and she she was like, you, I, I, yeah, I'm not going to talk about that. I can't disclose that. I, I'm not going to talk about that. So, I'm obviously, like, somebody coached her and trained her and talked to her before the fucking video came out. No, they literally did it yeah. right during the video blatantly obvious it it no it was it wasn't blatant it sounds like it was obvious you said uh, you can see the on. shadow oh like him. oh somebody in the back but the, the way she sound too like at the end you said um, she sound like scared and young and like she sound like she was not developed like oh, I when i was the watching the video she sound like she ain't finished school you know what okay um so you so she think- went there on her she didn't finish her senior she year just, out. She just sound like not. She didn't know what she was talking about. No, it's not even. You gotta hear it. It's like even the way she was saying stuff, like the word, certain words she would use. Oh, okay. It just sound like. How old she look? Up? She said she was twenty one. I believe she, she said twenty one. That's not false. No, she said she was almost twenty one. Oh, okay. Um, she so did. 20. No, she did look. And if somebody the same age as you, you got messing with Robert Kelly. Let me tell you Ooh. something. That would hell no. I'm not like <clears throat> I saw something online that where this woman was like, um, she's like, we've we've all been attracted to older men during our youth, and never. She said if they're of the age to consent, I don't see the problem. I'm like. Okay, first of all, I'm attracted to older men, but can we talk about maybe at max a four-year age difference? I ain't attracted to no 50-year-old 30 years different. Man. 30 years difference. You got me 
bent backwards side to side like a bendy straw. Get out of here. Ain't no way in hell I'm about to be messing with no 50-year-old man. And basically what I read to, well, That's what I heard, so... it's not even, what I heard is that, it's not even that he, um, he, like, I guess this is like the deal up front with them. He manipulates them into thinking that he can give them a record deal. Oh. These are people who are trying to, like, do stuff with their career. And he's, like, he using that. He... Yeah, that's Ooh. scary. <laughs> Ooh, he know what he doing. Mm-hmm. Somebody come get him. No, somebody come get yeah. him because he sounds like he's And getting... then, why people talk about some Hugh Hefner does the same thing? What? You know what? I think that's a whole nother topic because I I don't I haven't even like looked into the details of like the whole Playboy institution. Okay, but I don't even think that's the same. Yeah, thing. I don't think that's the same at all. I, I can see how people could connect that. I don't think Hugh no. Hefner hold those women no, there they don't against hold, no. their will. I'm talking about the age. Thing. Yeah, yeah. That's how I can see Hugh how Hefner that could be rocking. Smooth, rocking on yeah, a hundred, bro. I promise that guy is like a hundred. Wow, Anybody, that's a he long made the, life. His wife, she's literally there for the cash. She's He's married? Yes, he has a wife. And he has girlfriends? Yeah, um, yeah, probably. Yeah, most likely. But he has a wife. And she's very, very young. She, they not doing. I don't think they doing nothing. Get out of my damn face. Ew, but I can see. Self. <laughs> nah, nah, he literally got a, a pamper, bro. <laughs> Anyways, the pins had us. <laughs> you got the pins. Yeah, you got a pair of panties. But anyways, I can see how people could uh, relate the two. But um, R. Kelly is just fucking weird. He's been weird to me. I don't know why um, the black community, bro. I don't know why they still be rocking with him. I really don't know why sometimes. See, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because like I think in my mind I think in my mind I separated cuz honestly, I never knew even that he was married to Aaliyah. So I never had these type of I, I guess moral moral um codes in the back of my mind and stuff like that when I listened to his music. I now it, that you know it's I like know. how many no it's just to me like how many times do like these little allegations and things like that have to keep coming out for him to finally get in the fucking handcuffs cuz literally on that terrible terrible Aaliyah movie <laughs> they showed um him on there while she was very young and they were like in a relationship and then the pen thing, and then the tape, and now this, and he's still walking around. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. But yeah, that that's Robert for you. <laughs> Got anything to add in? None. All right. So the next thing that we're gonna talk about is our topic we have for the week. And Eb, I just have a question for you. Mm-hmm. All right. So I just, I just really wanted to touch on communication this week. I don't know if you're gonna have anything to say with this. So, um, the question I wanted to ask you was, how do you feel like when you want to say something to someone, but you don't really know how to say it or phrase <laughs> it? Why are you laughing? <laughs> 
Yes, this made me think of something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There part two to this? Like, no. Okay, so how do I feel? Two. I feel anxious. I get anxious really fast. Like, just even simple situations. I don't know what's made me like this. Just me growing up. Um, I just get anxious about stuff really easily. Um... So, like, say I, I have to say something to somebody and I don't know how to say it. My first instinct is to text India <laughs> or text my sister. That's my first instinct. I'll be like, I'll break it all down for them. So, blah, 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 blah. What should I say? Or I'll literally give them a script of what I'm trying to say and then be like, "Does this is this too much? The reason why I laughed is because, you know, I used to do this a lot mm-hmm. before. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm also, like, really conscious about wording stuff now. Just the way I, you know, stuff has happened to me in the past. Um, I try, like, and plus I've taken an uh, HD class here um, at our school. And, you know, we basically learned, like, you know, you can't treat Others, like, you know, what they call it, the golden rule, treat others as you oh, yeah, want to be treated. The I, what we were told, what we were taught was that that's not even basically the rule you should follow. You should treat others as they want to be treated, which is oh. kind of hard to, you know, I guess, um, rationalize because obviously if you just meeting somebody or if you don't know somebody that well, how are you going to treat them the way mm-hmm. that they want to be treated? Um, but so that's one thing that I try to like, um I guess not live by but like when I'm communicating with other people and I don't know like if whether or not what I'm saying is like gonna come off wrong or stuff I try to think of it in a way where like I guess I can do it in a way where you know is sensitive to them but you know see it's even me thinking about it now is making me kind of anxious. I'm like, well, then, like, you know, because some people, like, they don't like too much sensitivity, like, you know, coddling stuff. They don't like that because then they think, like, you know, you're being, like, I guess not genuine. And, yeah. Like, you know, you're just doing too much. I don't know. But I, I, I think the big thing for me is when I'm trying to communicate with somebody and I don't know how, I get really anxious. That's how I feel. Anxious. Okay. And scared. Yeah. That was going to be mine, too. Like, when I'm communicating, I feel, like, really, I guess anxious and scared, too, but, like, kind of, like, in a different way. My communication really sucks. I'm going to just keep it 100. <laughs> yeah, I'm always asking her. See, no, that's not, okay. You can finish. My, yeah, my communication is really bad just for a simple fact, like, I get really frustrated if I don't know how to phrase something or if I don't know how to word something to the point where I just won't even say anything about it. So, or I'll just turn into being like petty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's still not solving the issue because you didn't talk about it. Like you just turn to being petty and they, the person still don't know what you upset about or something like that. Like, what am I trying to say? Yeah, the person doesn't know what you're upset about. And so nothing gets resolved. Yeah, nothing gets resolved. And so you're still going to be mad. Mm-hmm, I'm yeah. still be mad, but I'm just covering it up with pettiness, like mm-hmm. saying petty remarks and things like that. So like... You know another word for petty? Huh? You know another word for petty? Passive aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very passive. <laughs> Dang! No, I'm just telling you, because now that you're saying that, 
that's what that is. Pettiness is disguised as I mean passive aggressiveness is disguised as petty and people think I was gonna say I was passive too. I think I'm a very passive person. Like I let a lot of things slide and like it takes a lot for me to say something about like it has to really be under my damn skin for me to say something about it. And so I think I really need to um, work on building my communication up, like, because, you know, communication is key, you know, mm-hmm. and I just really need to learn how to speak and learn how to um, express my feelings, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say something about the passive aggressive. Um... um I don't know. You got anything else to say while I'm trying to think about it? Um, I just no, I don't have nothing. Wait, I'm trying to think about something about the past. Wait, what you say? Mm, I tried. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. So I tried to do the petty thing. Um, sometimes I'm petty. I'm I'm more like shady than petty. I would say. Um, it's just like I be saying slick stuff sometimes. Like India will say, you like you know, like if we just talking to each other, I'll say slick stuff like, and um. She'd be like, you petty or something. I just think I'm more shady. But that's besides the point. What I'm saying is I tried the whole petty thing before, like, where I consciously, like, do something to get back at somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, if I've gotten a call ignored, I, you know, do the same thing. Or, like, I turn my red receipts on just for that. You know what I'm saying? Or I... um or I take like a forever to reply and stuff. I noticed that don't get you nowhere. That really does not get you. you th- yeah, you think nowhere. that you like in a sense like because certain people you can do that too and like it'll have an effect. Mm-hmm. Certain people you gotta realize that shit don't work because <laughs> I tried to do that and then what would happen was honestly the dude did not give a ounce of a damn I wanted to say another word but he ain't care at all like I would like I remember when I would not even like consciously think that I'm doing something that's when it affected him more than when I purposely tried to so say like mm-hmm. yep say yes. like I like wow. I ignored a call or something I mean not ignore like okay there's been instances where like um well I obviously this was like um two I want to back um like preface this was saying too that like the situation I'm talking about, this, when I would, like, unknowingly do stuff, this was, like, at the beginning, though, so that kind of played a, a part, too. So, like, you know, at the beginning, you know, feelings are all there, and, like, you know, it's fun, and it's exciting, mm-hmm. and, like, that's when, like, you you guys kicking, and, like, you know, you guys really, like, excited to talk to each other and stuff. So, like, say I would miss a call or, like, not respond, or forget to respond to a text message. I Like, I put it in the back of my mind for later, but I just forget to respond. Or say, like... I'll say, I'm going to call you back, but then I never get around to doing it. Because, like, I'm in school, and the dude I was um, talking to, uh, he was not in school. Like, he didn't, you know, at the time, his schedule, like, when we first started talking, his schedule was, like, free, almost. Wait, can I just add something, man? Uh-huh. Well, so, what you're talking about right now, the, um, I feel like the thing with that is because when you're, like, unknowingly, like, basically blowing somebody off, like, accidentally mm-hmm. type of thing... You're not really worried about it, but then when you're trying to do something like in a petty true, manner, true. It's, you think about yeah, it. Yeah, you're thinking and about it. You want it, it you, to affect uh-huh, them. You want it to affect them because it's something that's bothering you mm-hmm. and it's affecting you, so you want them to feel that too. But then when they don't like give you the reaction mm-hmm. that you want, mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. you feel you feel sad. Yeah, exactly. And that's crazy. You kind of like feed off of yeah, them, like. 
how that, they feel. Yeah. You, you like want, you feed you want them to hurt like you're mm-hmm. hurting in the yeah. sense. So, but like I was saying back to the story before I forget. So, like I said, I do think that time played a part in it because, like I said at the beginning, when I would unconsciously do these type of things, it was when we first started talking. But I do want to say, like I like, like I said, like when I would not respond at the beginning and I didn't realize I wasn't responding, it was just because I was like busy or something like that. I noticed that's when, like you know, I would get the oh. Sorry, like, I'm not trying to buy... Like, you know, those type of things, like, you know, where it's like, oh, damn, I didn't even realize, like, I was doing that. I wasn't trying to be mean or anything. Like, I just didn't realize, like, you know, time was passing or whatever. But then, like, towards the end when stuff started getting, like, really, like, just... The the whole situation was a problem for both of us, more him than me. Um, Then that was when... <laughs> um, that was when I started to get less... Uh, it, that's when I started to purposely be petty or passive aggressive, but then start to get more of the reaction that, you know, was expect, not expected, but more of the reaction that I guess was justified in the situation. Like I would be mad if he just ignored me, like because of something I did, like say, like I, like I sent like a one word text or something like that. I would get mad if like he didn't respond to that, even though I'm the one like, you know, who's mm-hmm. starting it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and being petty is very problematic. Mm-hmm. Like it's very very problematic. Like if you just have an issue, just say the issue. It's I easy. Sound crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> you know that you don't do that. I don't, do, I don't say the issue, but mm-hmm. like advice to myself. Like I feel like I need to mature more and learn more and things like that because it is so hard for me to just say what the problem is. Mm-hmm. Like. I literally have to be asked, like, what the problem is, like, repeatedly for me to finally say what's actually bothering me. And see, that's not even, I can, uh, um, test, I can, I can, you could, you could just say something. Whatever that, I don't know, I can't think of it, but, um, that's not even, like, just in her relationship. Even, like, with me sometimes. I noticed, though, that's, okay, this goes on the line of communication. I'm, like, really conscious of attitudes. So, I can tell if something's off with the person. Like, you know. So, things like, I'm, like, a very relationshipy person. I I like having relationships, not like romantic. I'm talking about I like people. Even though like I don't seem like that cuz I'm a like I'm an introvert but I like people. Um I'm an introvert but I like people but I don't like people. But I okay, I like people I know. Say, let's say that. Okay, so <laughs> um like I if my relationships with people feel like different or I feel like I'm losing them, I become really panicked and like I I try to like amend it um if it's really important to me. So like say like I could tell India's not like she I could tell something off about her. I keep asking, "Are you okay? Is something wrong? Are you okay?" And I've got, I've had people get yeah, I've had people get annoyed with me for keep bothering but I just get so worried like you know am I making you mad or stuff like that so I try to like fix it I've had people get annoyed because that's not the way to communicate some people would rather let it you know fly or maybe they're just not mad they're just not in the mood to be like you and, know. and I am one of those people like sometimes I just find myself just 
shutting shut it, down. Yeah, I'll just shut down like for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't feel like being met, bothered mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm I'm a very to myself type of person. Like I'm I think I'm opposite of you. Like I don't like. Um, what was you saying? Like, I like people. Yeah, I don't really need people. Why? I, well, I absolutely love having friends and things like that, but I don't need to be around people all the time. See, and, and like I'm that. completely different because I'm always asking her, "You want to go do something?" Even though it's nothing to do, <laughs> I'll ask her, "You want to go to Walmart?" Or just something like that, just because I just mm-hmm. need to get and, up and be around somebody. And also, like what you were saying, like how you get panicked and things, like how you feel like you need to fix something, like if like one of your friends or something like that, like I'm. Yeah, I'm done. Or something like that. I, you know, I like to give people they, like, space. I won't, like... Yeah, I see that with you. Yeah, like, I wouldn't, like, just be asking and stuff like that. Because I'm not trying to irritate nobody even more. So, mm-hmm. I just, you know, try to let things, like, kind of heal on their own. But that also can be a problem, too. Because, like... You start getting in situations where people yeah. think you don't care. Uh-huh. Or, like, people think, like, you know... Yeah, that. I don't know. Some people really. Emo- I'm a very emotional person. I'm driven by emotions. Um, it's hard for me to disconnect that. So like a lot of times in my communications, I think before I react before I think. So like I'll like start off with something crazy and then I'll go back and think about it. Be like, damn, I shouldn't have said that. Or like how with mm-hmm. um, India, I would tell her. Like I told you guys, I would send her. You know. Send her novels about shit I'm trying to send, and she she yeah she would literally tell me, Eb, you don't need to send that much or be like you like you gotta stop doing all that. It's not that serious and stuff like that. But I still send it anyway, and then like later I'm like, damn, I should have took her advice. I should have just not like you know put so much thought or effort into it. So I need to learn to walk away from shit that don't need my energy. Wow. I need to learn that. Yeah, but seriously. like I said, I'm really I'm really emotion driven. Mm-hmm. So like just like things like that. I I if I try to leave stuff alone like that, I end up keep thinking about it and mm-hmm. stuff like I like when I keep thinking about it, it like stresses me out. You know I'm a very analytical person, so I overthink things wow. a lot and I overthink people's emotions and how they feel about me and how, you know, just I'm always and I'm plus I'm, another thing about me I'm a futuristic thinker too I actually learned this from a, um, a workshop I had to take with my scholarship but um, I'm a futuristic thinker so that always has me like thinking like coming up with scenarios you know I'm like a scenario Bruh, literally <laughs> no nah bruh. this dude be coming up with the wildest <laughs> scenarios I'm always. Um, it didn't, the mail didn't get here because it went up into space. <laughs> no, I, I stay coming up with the wildest scenarios. Like, so, you know, just, I guess what that has to do with communication is if I don't hear it from somebody or if, like, if I'm not able to talk to somebody about something, like, when it comes to, like, feelings and stuff, I start, my mind runs crazy and that's that just leads to more problems mm-hmm. in the end for me. So, but I do think I need to work on like, I guess fine tuning my communication. Like, I think me being emotional is good on some levels, but everything don't require my, all of my, uh, energy like that. And you know, I need to stop worrying so much. 
if I can't find the right thing to say, um, I know Fran from the Friends on Podcast, hey Dustin, that hey Asante, that uh, um, Fran was saying that you know she would like to just type up whatever she had to say in the notes and sleep on it, and then she'll go back and read it in the morning and be like, what was I thinking? Yeah. But then thing about that is though, sometimes you can't wait that long, cause then like somebody would probably think you you know blowing them off or like yeah. you. You know, and you can't expect for people to want to talk to you when you want to talk. Yeah. But then you not talk when they want to talk. So, I don't know. No, communication is just really Communication really is very important. And not even in, like, romantic relationships. Like, just friendships. Like, family. with your family. Yeah. Just, you know. I feel like everybody can always improve on communication. No, I don't think everybody's communication is just completely damn perfect. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so. I feel like I ain't let you talk enough. Let's see. What else you got to say? No, I think I talked. I think I talked. Mm, you know, I said I was. Well, you said I was passive, but I was going to say I was passive anyway because I already know that I'd be letting shit fly all the see, time. I think. You, okay. Passive, yeah, but I'm saying passive aggressive, which is slightly oh, different. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I know what passive aggressive is. Mm-hmm. Like, something bothering you, but you kind of, like, turn it into, like, kind of a joke or something like that. Yeah, I guess um something bothering you, and you kind of just, like, turn it into, I guess, jabs. Yes. Turn it into jabs. Mm-hmm. And you... Wow, that is uh-huh. definitely me. Uh-huh. That's definitely me. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Where's Jada at? Jada used to be cussing me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, she didn't used to be cussing me out. She used to be telling me to, like that stuff too. But yeah, I, you know, I need to you know, work on that. But it's really, really going to take time and experience. Absolutely. Because I'm going to have to go through shit to like mm-hmm. work on it. I always think that about myself. Like, I'm just going to be going through stuff. And that's how I'm going to improve on it, though. Like, and I want to be, you know, ready for, like, situations, like, that challenge me in that way. Because I want to learn from it. But I'm tired of, like, failing relationships in my life. So I I, I do think I need to work on communication. I've learned a lot from, like, just a lot of stuff already. But I'm just tired of like stuff just like the way that this that they're happening. Um just weird. But what's your end game? You just wanna learn from Yeah, I just really wanna learn from, you know, be a more effective communicator. From what I'm doing right now and hopefully I'll improve it over time because you know, communicating is not an easy task. It's not something that you just gonna automatically know how to do perfectly Mm -hmm. especially with different people you know different people you got to communicate differently I feel like in the depending on what kind of person they are Mm -hmm. that type of thing so you know it's just something I have to work on my end game is to chill I just think I gotta relax like stop being so quick to jump to explaining yourself or like being combative or like putting so much energy into stuff, I think I just got to relax. I think I got to just, you know, just stop thinking everything's about me, I guess. Like, you know what I'm saying? Stop thinking everybody's mad at me or, like, things going to just fail or, like, if I don't hurry up and, like, say something. You know what I'm saying? I think I just got to chill because I be thinking too much about certain stuff. Yeah. 
Well, I think that wraps up um, this episode, and we hope that you guys are listening. Uh, we hope you guys like this. Um, and, you know, share tell it. a friend to tell a damn friend to tell your mom to tell his dad. Tell their cousin. I said mom to tell his dad. That's a, What am I talking about? I don't know. Tell the cousin. <laughs> tell the cousin. Tell but Beyonce. Tell. Wow. <laughs> tell Miss B. Queen. B. Cousin. B. All right. Uh, so thank you guys for listening, as always. And bye, guys. Bye.